Ladies and gentlemen, Chin is dead. That's right, dead against me, hosting this podcast. Uh, I am the captain now, so I'll be hosting the podcast, and my name's Haran X, and I've loved books so much that I've written this jingle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Faking Lit, uh, a weekly podcast where I'm joined by a load of sycophantic yes-men to talk about books that we like. And joining me today, we have... Uh, my name's Josh Bellman, and um, I love books enough to have not written a song. Very good. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Dan Offen, and I'm just generally quite a big fan of books. Are you a big Nicki Minaj fan? I'm a, a massive Nicki Minaj fan. Was that fan. a Nicki Minaj song? It was a yeah. Nicki Minaj song, but Heron wrote. Yeah. Wow. Well done, man. Oh, thanks, yeah. How, how about you? Do you like Nicki Minaj? Yeah. She's my favourite uh, female rapper who raps mainly about buttocks. Excellent. What about... Um, I, I like I like big butts and like a grandmaster. <laughs> yeah, it's a mix of life, I believe. Just a mix of life, yes. yes. Uh, and who are you, fine gentlemen? Yes, good day to you, sir. Good day to you. My name is Gideon Ponyboy, and I am the world's only and the world's most pure Rastafarian. You're a Rastafarian? Uh, yes, uh, the purest. Oh, brilliant. Pure as the driven snow, mon. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to... I don't wanna... I don't want to kind of sort of play to stereotypes, but you don't sound like a typical Rastafarian. Well, I'm not sure what the Rastafarian's supposed to sound like, <laughs> okay. Mon. <laughs> Sounds to me like you've been spending too much time in Babylon Zoo. <laughs> Where is Babylon Zoo? It's in space, man. Uh. <laughs> uh, yes. No, that's Babylon 5. Oh. <laughs> Common and, misconception, Mon. Um, well, I mean... So, Chin, who's normally, who's normally here, he gave me a kind of guest list, and your name wasn't there, so why are you, why have you come to this I can go podcast? wherever I like, that's okay. the rast away. Okay. <laughs> are you crashing in Chin's flat at the moment? Mm, I wouldn't say crashing so much as he doesn't know I'm here. I've been constantly hiding behind his back, and he just doesn't turn around fast enough. You've got to get up pretty early in the morning to outsmart me, Mon. How, how early? How early would you have to get up? Probably nine o'clock. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't think I'd be... I'm a Rastafarian! <laughs> I don't have to... I, I sleep in sometimes, you know? Because, you know, I like the kind bud, Mon. You know what I mean? You know? You know? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm talking about tea. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, I love a good. I love a good bit of tea in the morning, Mon. Oh, really? Mm. A good chin tea in the morning. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> I don't cotton to those ways, Mon. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to take this down. What? We're not, not going to have just any uh, homophobia. Okay. Wait a hold in a second. This is, this is my culture. It's your culture. Yes, it's it is. A, you have uh, to respect that, Mon. Okay. Well, it's also part of Scottish culture, apparently. So, uh, um, homophobia. Um, <laughs> and on that note, I'd like to introduce... Hi, uh, my <laughs> name's Johnny Gillum, and I think this podcast is a hate crime. <laughs> uh, so it's all in the name fair, of uh, free fair, speech. Fair. 
Okay, well, should we should we move to the book? <laughs> uh, speaking of a hate crime, if you if you used um, Jehovah's name in vain, you would have to stone them. And today we're talking about the novel Stoner. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> by John Williams. Oh, uh, okay. I read it as Stun E-R. Stun E-R. Yeah, but okay. That so, uh, what, so, you read, so what, did you think it was what, an emergency so room like, for, for Stun? Yeah. What is Stun? <laughs> what's Stun? What's Stun? Yeah. You're actually asking me what Stun is. That's what I'm asking. Well, Stun is a phenomenon that came around in the 1960s in Kreuzberg, Berlin. And what Ston was, was a special mix of uh, uh, pre-techno hip-hop funk and uh, methamphetamines. Oh, sorry. It's Germans. It's a mix of music and drugs. Yeah, Ston. I I love the Germans, you know. They had some pretty good ideas. (laughs) Such as? Such as? Municipality in Croatia. Stomp. Oh yeah, but that's where they got the name from oh, from, okay. the, from the Kreuzberg okay. uh, sto- Stoners, um, <laughs> who are renowned for their methamphetamine and pre-techno hip hop funk. Okay, fine. Pre-techno hip hop a thing. That that changes the way that I've read this book now. I don't know how much my interpretation is going to line up. Uh, what changed your interpretation of the book, Mon? Uh, the fact that all that crazy stuff you said was actually true and factually <laughs> accurate. No, the fact that it's not based on stoners. It's based. It's called Stoner. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's called Stoner for a good reason. It's it's named after the character William Stoner. Well, uh, come on. Oh, come on. It's it's called um it's called Stoner for a good reason, and that is because it's named after the character William Stoner, who is also a made-up name <laughs> by the author. <laughs> Who is a part of this character? I'm not saying it's a bad name. I'm yeah. saying your contention is that there is a good reason for it being called Stoner. Yes. But it's, you have a circular argument. Oh, this is confusing me. This is really confusing me. Circular, like a stone, I would say. Not all stones are circular. Are they not? Some are square. Square stone. It's a brick. It's a brick, yeah. yeah. It's a brick. You could have a, a quarried stone. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Okay, well, it's a scintillating conversation that this uh, show's known for. Uh, so, um, Gideon. Mm-hmm. Great name, by the way. Gideon Ponyboy. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank it you. was uh, my mother's name. <laughs> your mother's name yes. was Gideon. Your yes, mother mom. named you after herself. <laughs> yes, mom. Was your mother. Know, uh, this is the Rastafarian way. Uh, was your mother George Osborne? Or by any chance? Or? No, his mother was Gideon Ponyboy. Oh, okay. I'm, 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 <laughs> honestly, I don't know what was so hard to pass about my previous <laughs> sentence, mom. He's just guessing whether people. Was your mother. <laughs> what? What? So it's what? Uh, excuse me, bomb I'm a captain here. I'm not going to take this mutiny. Sorry. Um, sorry. Right, so, I, I mean, Ponyboy, what did you think about the, the, the title and this book? Um, First impressions. I'll be honest with you, Bon. Uh, a little bit misleading. Uh, misleading? Well, you know, uh, when you uh, pick up a book called Stoner, uh, mm-hmm. you expect a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, people gathering in a circle and throwing stones at somebody who's committed a crime. Uh, and what crime would that be? Smoking weed. Smoking <laughs> weed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I never touched the stuff. No, no. So, um, so it's your your for kind of Sharia law, but instead of adultery, smoking weed. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, uh, I mean, how much time do you have? I mean, I could really get into how I feel oh, about. We have a lot of time. The uh, Sharia law people, but uh, I've got to be somewhere in eight hours. Uh, I don't think that's <laughs> enough time, really. I mean, like, look. Yeah. Long story short, I don't really appreciate some of the things they brought in. 
But aspects of uh, Sharia law, yeah. Well, which aspects would those be? Uh, remaining separate. <laughs> Who's remaining separate? <laughs> no, you know, I mean, come on, come on. I mean, like, you know what I mean. <laughs> hold on a second, hold on a second. I, I just want to check that this uh, this dog whistle I have is uh, <laughs> can be heard by everybody in this room, you know? We're all cool, right? We're all cool. Why do you have a dog whistle? I, know. Like, I always carry this dog whistle everywhere I go. It helps you identify the other racists. I mean, Rastafarians. <laughs> uh, okay, God. I said Rastafarians. You said Rastafarians. I get, I get the okay. two confused because they both begin with the same letter okay. and sound kind of the same <laughs> okay same two letters yes indeed yes you that's know, even I better like well I know there's a C in the middle no. but so you follow Sharia law but you're Rastafarian so you believe in Jar your, your god is Jar yes I believe right. in Jar that stands but... for just Adolf Hitler <laughs> I mean no no no, no, no 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 that's ignore that I get confused I, I like acronyms as well I like okay. acronyms Oh God! Okay, this guy's. Um, I'm starting. Yeah, I'm starting to. He's pretty. Uh, you're quite right on, but I'm in. I didn't right. far right on. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what I'm getting oh, at the moment. Well, yes. I mean, I I admit being a little bit right of the center uh, yeah. in some of my views. Where would yeah. you say the center is? Okay, um, that's interesting. That's an interesting question. What is centrism these mm. days? I would have to argue, like uh, anybody uh, who comes to this country, needs to speak the language. Do you know what I mean, Mon? Yeah, I mean, that didn't answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> to any degree. Well, it was a confusing question, to be honest. I'm what really broad. would you say is a typical centrist? Okay, um, I think a typical centrist would be somebody like, um, well, David Cameron. He's a, he was a centrist, wasn't he? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Question answered! <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he got us. Yeah, he, he actually gave an answer. He gave a reasonable answer. Mm, I'm a very reasonable man, Mon. Mm. And, okay, well, speaking of this book then, so uh, it's, by, it's by John Williams. Um, how do you think this compared to John Williams' other work, or his contemporaries, Hans Zimmer and Danny Elfman? I much prefer Oingo Boingo to uh, this kind of Mr. Dice ripoff we have here in front of us. Um, boingo, boingo. <laughs> boingo, boingo. I doesn't even know. That's how it's Danny Elfman. Boingo, uh, boingo was the band Danny Elfman was in before he became a great band. Okay, really, oh, really good band. Was, do you not think there was kind of racial undertones? I mean, what do you think about calling your band same Boingo, Boingo Land? Or well, I don't know if you have to add the land at the end of it. Really, it seems like you're sort of shoehorning in another issue. But yes, uh, theoretically speaking, if they played some good old reggae music, I'd be down with Oingo Boingo Land. Because, as we all know, all Rastafarians love a good bit of reggae music. Yeah, I thought yes. you were the only Rastafarian. The only pure Rastafarian, like, if you know what I mean. Mm. He can't be. He can't be racist. He's a, he's a Rastafarian. He's Rastafarian. Yeah. Is Rastafarian a, like, JAR is a acronym for you? Is Rastafarian an acronym? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes when I think about it, I get confused as well. Mm. Uh, I think it, uh, it stands for Racially Accurate Symphony of Truly Admirable Fellows Who Are Really Into Acquiring <laughs> nationhood, sir. <laughs> okay, oh, all right. right. Really so into acquiring nationhood. 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 You could have gone with a very different word there. Yeah, I was very glad. 
So when Give John... me a bit of credit, Mon. Come on, come on. Okay, so when John Lennon said, imagine no countries, you're the opposite of that, I would say. Um... He's well, de-imagining. No, I, 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 yes, I am. I am. I'm. 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 I'm not imagining um, there being no countries. I am stating as fact that there are countries, and maybe we'd be better off if we all went back to them. <laughs> if we all went, <laughs> went back, back to them. We all went back to certain countries. Uh, which countries right. would those be? Uh, well. You know, uh, are you familiar with the uh, teachings of uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Haile Selassie? No, not Haile Selassie. Marcus Garvey. You know, the other one. <laughs> the other, the other king is of Ethiopia. The... Marcus Garvey was a pan-African nationalist mon. Oh, look at him checking his bomber class phone. <laughs> <laughs> is checking out Wikipedia to find Mar- out who is he is. Isn't Marcus Garvey the guy from Elbow? No, that's Guy Garvey. <laughs> uh, that's, his, that's his cousin. Oh, is he the guy that married Madonna? <laughs> typical, typical white mon bombaclats bald head response to the, the the Rastafarian knowledge. I'm dropping reason here, and you can only bring up bands like Elbow. Oh, I mean, let 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 me say that um, when I heard the teachings of Marcus Garvey, mm-hmm. uh, Pan African uh, Pan African nationalism, mm-hmm. and he said all the Africans should go back to Africa, and I agreed with him. You agree with him? I agreed with him. I think all Africans should go back to Africa. I mean, why? I mean, what are the other views in this? Well, he said he. I didn't really look into it any further than what he said. I just got the first part of the (laughs) sentence and said, "Like, sounds like a good idea." I think I should become a Rastafarian now. Oh God! And how? And what was the jump between thinking all Africans should go back to Africa and Rastafarian? Well, yeah. I, I read that sentence whilst listening to some Bob Marley records. I mm. thought this sounds oh, right. like a laugh. Oh, that, mm. makes, oh, you like Bob Marley. that makes complete sense. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the, uh, the Snoop Lion of this podcast. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> For a while, briefly, Snoop Dogg uh, decided. He, you know, when someone goes on holiday and they think we should start a restaurant in the south of France, it's that, <laughs> but uh, with with Rastafarianism and, and gangster rap. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I, I don't cotton to uh, the, the old gangster rapping. Um, it's uh, that's not my scene at all. If anything, um, the, I'm the opposite of a gangster rapper. Oh yeah, I suppose <laughs> when you were born, <laughs> when you were born would mean that like you didn't really line up with like sort of when gangster rap was at its peak and sort of like when you were. In your adult, young adulthood and adolescence, mm. right? Kind of, but in a more accurate way, I'd say I'm not so much a gangster rapper. I'm a police singer. Yeah. You're, oh, as so in, you're Sting. Like, you're Sting. You're Sting. That's white reggae as well. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. Sting is a personal hero, buddy. Um, yes. Uh, Have you ever met him? He's a cool guy. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, had sex with him? Um, no. He'd still I... be there if you had. <laughs> It's like, that, that is the one thing they always say about Sting, isn't it? That he's always having sex for hours. Well, it's because when he um, <laughs> removes himself from his partner, uh, he has, his Sting will break off and he will die. <laughs> so he's waiting in there for as long as possible to not be a copless corpse. Is uh, Sting half Bumblebee? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's more or like wasps. <laughs> or any wasps. animal with a stinger. That's what 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 very like. Don't break off, though. What was the Jerry Seinfeld movie B-movie based upon Sting? No. Okay. In that movie, Seinfeld plays a bee that falls in love with a woman, and it's never consummated, but it's always in the air. Yeah. Just kind of hanging there, this sexual tension between an adult woman and a bee. But if they're both consenting, what's your problem with that? He's a bee. 
<laughs> not sex. She oh, okay. I mean, the, the, the normal host of this is all for interspecies sex, and you seem to be been going against this. He is, he is. Well, so you're saying diverse viewpoints aren't allowed in this No. <laughs> we have had on this podcast HP Lovecraft. <laughs> yeah. um, a man obsessed with getting his kids back. Uh, what was wrong yeah, with yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and a naval captain who believed himself to be of good repute. Yeah. <laughs> These are diverse viewpoints. <laughs> Why can't I be against bestiality? <laughs> I, I, I'd like to say, I'd like to back up, I'd like to back up Jordy's point here. I totally agree. Uh, certain species should not in- intermingle and miscegenate. Um, uh, uh, which species are these? Can well, I, can we these just... and humans, first of all. Okay, fine, fair, fine, fine. Fine, they are different yeah. species, Rastafarians with anybody else. Oh dear! Hey, oh, we really? keep the Rastafarian nation pure. But what happened to one love? One love? Yes, one love. <laughs> one, one Rastafarian <laughs> by himself, preferably. Okay. Can't oh, get God. purer than that. No um, pure form of love. And um, no woman, no crime. Presumably, you can't have sex with a woman then, or? Yes, but if you look at the lyrics to that song as well, uh, everything's going to be alt right. <laughs> <laughs> everything's going to be all white. Refugees get out of sight. Everything's going to be all white. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. I'm I didn't have read, read into oh, it that God. deeply. And, and you're African sorry. yourself. No, I'm I'm white, obviously. Okay, but, you, but you're from, from Africa. I don't know why you've asked me that question. No, I'm clearly white. Okay, oh, no. it's because you're blacked up. That's why. Well, yes. <laughs> well, I, I, that was a mean trick. Very thoroughly. It, <laughs> it was a prank that I didn't expect to have gone over quite as well as it did when I walked in here. You I were, thought you uh, would have picked up on the fact that mm. uh, my eyes are blue. Uh, he's, but he's reversed white chicks to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is well, a, I think rever- absolute reverse white chick situation. <laughs> white chicks is really the reverse of Yeah, but the reverse of reverse is yeah. He's put on a he's put on um a hat. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the worst. I think that's the most offensive thing uniform, you've done. The hat, a trilby, <laughs> classic oh. Rastafarian hat. I'm not sure about this. Do we have a protocol for removing a guest from the podcast? Um, I think it's been done before. Somebody's been killed before, I think. Or not exploded. I think exploded, yes. I, I think this is like what you, you, you want to remove me, or do you want to remove the uh, the other person who's also intolerant of um sex between? Like I said, we stand together, Johnny. I said they tried to, to, to shut us shut us down. Is, are you willing to take on? Um, are you willing to? Well, my enemy's enemy is my friend. Yeah, um, but, but I feel like my goal is to discuss this book, and both parties are equally thwarting that. Okay. I think that's a good uh, criticism. So, okay, so this book, we'll go back to the book. We'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll expatiate on your ideas afterwards. Uh, so this book is a book... <laughs> fuck you! Expatiate is a proper word! Yes! I am the captain now! What about you, Mon? I am the captain... What about you, Mon? I was laughing at... <laughs> For legitimate reasons. <laughs> what the legitimate... Or what? And sex with a bee? Is that, is that, is that the... No. Does the idea that you would promise that after this book club discussion we will have, like, a talk by Milo Yannopoulos? <laughs> so we'll get, we'll get to your theory about uh, race segregation after this. That's why I was laughing. Not that you used the word expatiate. Okay. This is why I would call me a regular host. I can be the host. Oh, I am the captain now. I am the host. I am the host now. All right. Now, this book ostensibly is about... A guy called William Stoner, who comes from a very humble um, agricultural background. Mm-hmm. He works on the farm. Yep. 
Uh, he originally is about to study agriculture. He's but like then Skywalker. He's like Skywalker. Like Luke like Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I am the host here. I... He's so bad at it. <laughs> He's like a supply teacher. I'm like the opposite of a host. You a parasite. You <laughs> Um, <laughs> got you there, Dan. Um, right. Um, so, guy grows up in an agricultural background, and he goes to the University of Missouri, and he gradually ascends the kind of academic uh, tree there. He talks a lot about kind of um, romantic literature, Roman literature, Shakespearean literature. So, this book is essentially about just academia and the guy getting into academia, or is it more sort of generalizable? To other people, to the to the general human condition. What what are your views on that? It reminds me of um. You read the Nabokov book. I I don't know how to pronounce P N I N. Pin. Is that how it is? Nin. Pinin. P O Pinin. I don't know. Do any of you know? I read it as. Do you think I'm stupid? Wait wait wait! Isn't it an acronym for something though? P N I N. Isn't it person not in novel? And and the book is just blank Because it's about the person who's actually not in the novel So he can't be in the novel So the rest of the book is just nothing Well considering Johnny had a point based off it I Mm. imagine I thought it was a a Nine Inch Nails tribute It's too late, that Uh, ship has sailed Shut up, (laughs) pack up your thoughts And go pack in the train The train? The train? The train to where? The podcast train. Oh, okay, good. Yes. Yes. good. It's a great slam. Pack up your thoughts and go back in the train. Um, it's like pack up your troubles and your old kit bag. Uh, but aggressive. Uh, it's a very w- weird way to tell somebody to fuck off. It's what you've been saying if they say, Sir, I'm not sure we should be volunteering for the First World War. Pack up your thoughts and get back in the train to the First World War. And doesn't Stoner avoid the First World War by being an academic? He does, exactly. That's very good, very good. Uh, wait, wait a second. Yeah. How old is this Stoner fellow? Well, it follows his life, so he starts off. So how old is a, he now? How old is he now? He, um, well... Somebody didn't read the book then. Wait a second, wait a second. No, 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 no. Well, okay, I skipped a bit because I was a little bit high off the tea, if you know what I mean. Hi, uh, Lisa Lassie. What? <laughs> Excuse me? Go, go save. Okay, fine. Uh, carry, yeah, carry on. You were high on the tea. Yeah, mm-hmm. carry on. Please do. Please carry on <laughs> oh, I was just with ex- all the things you were saying. I was just so well, well worth it. <laughs> I was just explaining that uh, I, I I may have forgotten bits of this novel. But mm. how old is he now, anyway? Well, unfortunately, at the end of the novel, spoiler alert, he dies. <gasps> so, uh, yeah, he dies. How does he die? He, he dies. Um, well, how, I mean, I'm not going to explain the whole book here. I mean, well, uh, he's asking one I mean, it sounds like, <laughs> you, it sounds like you are a mom. Uh, well, uh, he dies of old age. Oh, that's quite anticlimactic. Morgan. When you said spoiler alert, were they meant to just immediately go ah! and <laughs> shut off the podcast if they didn't want spoilers? So, um, they, what you do is no, you dip your phone in like a bath or something like that, <laughs> so you don't have. But you have to, to fill it. the bath first, like. No, no, no. Well, who's not listening to a podcast next to a run, fully run bath? I don't understand mm. that. That's, mm, that's a good mm. point. That's a good point. Mm. And if they are, they should be stopped. Immediately, mm. immediately, from not listening to the podcast. Been radical viewpoints all around this podcast. Mm. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> that's by far the most offensive one, though. That's by far the most edgy one that's been expressed today. So Johnny mentioned war, right? So uh, one of the uh, one of Stoner's good friends uh, gets enlisted, gets conscripted to the World War One. Uh, uh, Stoner 
for academic reasons, literally and metaphorically, gets out of gets out of it. So, do you think this is a kind of pro-war book or a kind of anti-war book in, in that sense? How does he metaphorically get out of it? He he says, "I'm going to become an academic." And well, is that metaphorically <laughs> getting out of a war by literally removing yourself from the possibility of going to a war? Seems literal, not metaphorical. Uh, I mean, you're the expert here, Mark. I am I mean, the expert. Well, you've yeah. read the book, but yeah. and I forgot bits of it. But uh, I could be wrong about how the word metaphor functions. Uh, what do I know? I'm just a Rastafarian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, he gets out of the war in that he um, he doesn't read Mein Kampf, my struggle that he. He doesn't so that not yet been written. Yeah, because that's not yet yeah, because it is accurate. For that reason, he gets out of the war. <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> the sheer cutting of being born a hundred years so, before the start of the war. So uh, let me to to summarize, Mon. Stoner gets out of the, the First World War because he didn't read a book that hadn't been written yet. <laughs> That's, that seems like a very sorry, low bar sorry, to, uh, to cross <laughs> to get out of service, really. It's like How the reverse Nuremberg trials. I'm getting put on trial by a far-right Nazi. This is I'm ridiculous. not the Nazi! <laughs> oh, oh, that's horrible. What a horrible accusation. I don't know. I mean, there's been quite a few kind of insinuations. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? You're, you're kind of yeah. Jewish. <laughs> He's what? No, but it's kind of more... Emotionally ingrained in. Yeah, I don't like it. You don't like it. Wait so. a second here. Wait a second here. I love them. I love those guys. <laughs> you love the Jews. I love the Jews. The Jews. I love the Jews, Mon. Okay. That's also racist. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Is, how could you be racist when I love them? Um, we we prefer to be. Well, I think every person would be preferred to be judged on the character of their cut. Their, the character their of their colour. The, the quality <laughs> of their... Your colour of their... Oh, no! Oh, you're a bit... Um, oh, sorry. Claret, red. Okay, thanks. I'm going to judge you on that, am I? Well, I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry, Mr. Host, but you, I was trying to make a point and you jumped... Okay, sorry, sorry. Let's, <laughs> let's make, make, make your woke point, because we are very woke... Uh... Yes, we're on the same side, aren't we, apparently? <laughs> you're just like me! We're the same! I'm really not like you. I'd like just to put that out there. Come on! High or five! <laughs> Absolutely not, God. Um, Josh, what were you going to say? I forgot. You forgot? <laughs> Something about race. Something about the quality of your character as opposed to your heritage. Uh, mm. Judged as yourself, not mm. as... Um, not as... What, I, I agree. My character is of high quality, Mon. But you just said you loved the Jews. Yes. So Isn't... what if what if someone were Jewish, but they weren't nice? Mm -hmm. Would you still love them? But isn't love unconditional? No. <laughs> okay. I guess I'm wrong. Love then, is, Mom. Yeah, love is highly. Conditional. So you unconditionally love the Jews. You yes. love all Jews. Yes. All Jews. Yes. You love Mom. all Jews, and you don't want to get rid of them. Absolutely not. What about Kyle's mum from South Park? Ooh, I don't you know just, who that is. Were you just trying to think of? Because I was. <laughs> <laughs> who is the most evil Jew <laughs> from history? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if this is an area you want to go into. Oh my god, he's saying that. <laughs> Just saying, uh, maybe we should get back to the Pokemon. Yeah, good. I, I, think, I think we're kind of getting through to him. Yeah, okay, right. well, I'm just least... saying that as a, as a Jew lover, I uh, don't <laughs> like this uh, this conversation that we're going down. I think, okay. I think he's um, uh, wanding us. 
Wanding. Yeah. What was it? What does? It's a tactic of the alt right. I've read it on the YouTube. Wanding. It sounds like a. What does wanding do? Yeah. When you say the opposite of what you mean. Uh, so it's lying. So lying. <laughs> so I can't find a new term for lying. Oh wait, hold on a second. Isn't that just irony? <laughs> no. Oh okay. It's wanding. It's, it's, wanding. it's internet speak. <laughs> Why is it called wanding? Because you wave a magic wand. Is it based off? <laughs> is it after you got magic? magic? Have you not seen him waving that <laughs> magic wand? It's true. It's true. I have been. You. I have been waving around to emphasize my a, point. It's because he's a wizard, a grand wizard. Actually, it was more of a coincidence. <laughs> but yes, I'll take that as well. But not the grand wizard that you're thinking of. Oh. Mm. The magic circle. Uh, magic I'm also. Zone. I'm also a very, very proficient close-up magician. You are. I'm really. Yes. Well, can, you, can you show us a trick? What kind of trick? Absolutely, absolutely. Pick a card. Pick any card. Uh, Uncle Devian. There that you one. Go. Yeah. Is this your card? No, it isn't. Well, that's the one you literally just took. <laughs> <laughs> so why are you lying? Uh, why, uh, why are you wanting me? Why are you wanting me? Wanting me? <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I'm still relatively unsure on this guy. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm fairly unsure on him. You're unsure on this. Okay. I don't trust this wanding. Should yeah. we... Um, appease him rather than try and <laughs> <laughs> stop him now though yeah but i mean historically has that worked yeah yeah appeasement has worked 50 so it worked for neville chamberlain in 1938 no that's the one occasion where it didn't work it but, didn't work but appeasement's got a bad name appeasement's got a bad name has it? it's worked most of the other times it's been tried it just didn't work that one time okay well i'm back from the toilet what are you talking about <laughs> Oh, uh, no, nothing, nothing. So, uh, anyway, do you think, I mean, Stoner, the, the eponymous character, mm. eponymous, is that a word okay for you, Johnny? I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> not going to to any word you use. Okay. Uh, he goes through life, but there's, there's a kind of, it's kind of tinged with... The podcast of a Nazi and I'm being attacked <laughs> for laughing at the wrong time. There's a Nazi in the podcast? Who's <laughs> a Nazi? Uh, oh, I don't know. I say, we, we, can't, we try to work out who the secret Nazi at this table is. Okay. Right it's now. like werewolf. Yes, Just like exactly. Alan Turing. We'll ask, a series, we'll ask a series of questions that only a Nazi would know the answer to. And whoever answers those questions is the Nazi. But okay. how will we know what those answers are if, if, <laughs> if, if yeah. we are not the Nazi? <laughs> He's got you there. Yes, they are a cunning bunch, aren't they? Okay. Hmm. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> I said if it was your thing, it only makes sense if you, the question asker, are a Nazi. Yeah, it's like going, oh, let's find the English literature mm. professor by asking obscure questions about Shakespeare. Yes, mm. we, it's almost as you if we walked into their trap. Mm. And it turns out that the true Nazis was everyone else but me. Mm. What, what sound does a snake make? Like... Uh, Woof! <laughs> no, I guess it's, it's good. Right. Because if you had said SS, I would have thought it's you. But, it, but you didn't say that. So why have you tolerated all charges? And that's binding forever. I'm officially not a Nazi now and will never be a Nazi for the rest of my life. Thank you. Thank Sorry, you. Sorry, I want to pick up on Aaron said. Because snakes don't make the noise SS. If you'd ask, what, how do you spell the noise SS? <laughs> Thanks, mate. That would have been a reasonable answer. Uh, well, wolf. It sounds like somebody's being a Nazi about grammar. Uh, but uh, why did you... Interesting point. Interesting but, point. Uh, uh, but you, you said uh, wolf. Wolf? 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 Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein? Escape from Wolfenstein. I have no idea what that is. You know what it is? Okay. 
<laughs> it's a World War Two game. Where what happens you, in that game? You kill Nazis. So, so. why would the Nazi kill Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> well, Hitler was a Nazi. Yeah, Hitler, he killed himself. The <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. What it Ava Brown? Ava no Brown. <laughs> I get you to be, to beat the Nazis. You have to become the Nazi. <laughs> Think like a Nazi. <laughs> It's like mm. it's just like what um uh, the the German firefighters are doing nowadays. So to beat fire, you have to fight fire with fire. So whenever I there's see. a fire, they just throw fire on the fire to help it burn out faster. That's Do they actually true. do that? Is that true? Hundred <laughs> percent true. Mm. So like that song by the band Metallica, "Fight Fire with Fire," mm. yeah. and "Give Me Fuel, Give Me Fire, Give Me Dabba Dabba Zaya." Dabba 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 Zaya Or that song Fire Do 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 By the crazy world of Arthur Brown Yeah yes. mm-hmm. Are we just connecting things now Or fire Sex is on fire Sex is on fire I love that song It's a shame that mm. we never got to hear uh, Arthur Brown sing mm. we, only, we only got to hear what his crazy world sounded mm. like But we ever actually got the man himself mm. and yeah, this is I know who more. that is mm. Well the guy who sang that song He just told you yeah, I know who that is. Oh, you just stated the obvious. Is that yeah, what you yeah, do? No, you go I know. Around. Oh, okay. No, I know oh, who sky, that is. I know the sky is blue. Is that what you do? Like, you just go around confirming reality? Is yeah. that what you do? So violent, awful. Well, because I am the captain now, so I am about to yeah. pull rank. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's just move. To, yeah, I mean, speaking yeah, of burning, speaking of burning and fires, books. Am I right? <laughs> am I right? What? Uh, are, are you are you right? What? Right wing? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no. <laughs> Mesha Smith had two wings. No, no, sorry. <laughs> can, can I just take a uh, sidebar here? I think Harry's the real Nazi. <laughs> Mon. Yeah. I think in many ways the real Nazis are those who try to persecute Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think persecution mm. is a real issue <laughs> of Nazis nowadays. Because persecution, I mean, if you know the Latin root of persecution yes. is from per, as in for each yeah. per mm-hmm, sack bag per bag. sack an Asian as in the one bag per okay then it's agreed we purge <laughs> Harren from the podcast <laughs> keep Harren no I think we put him in his own bag <laughs> body bag is it or we're gonna <laughs> really important. It's just going to be a sack of some sort. Okay. Well, Dan, it seemed to. Does that make me. sense? Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Anyway, just speaking about Dan's book, gone AWOL. Okay. Yeah. Dan, okay. Surely could be back at any moment. He's this guy's been hiding behind his back, literally just behind his back for days. It's true. It's true. So where's Chin gone yeah. now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you know where he, Chin has he's gone? He's literally facing the other direction from me right now. He's, he's, facing, he's been here the whole time, just looking in the other direction. Well, why has he been doing that? Chin! <laughs> Hi, fellas. What's going on? Oh, you are, you are here. Yeah. Oh, wow. What's going on? You're recording a podcast without me. We didn't think you were here. That's when we did it. We thought you were dead. No, no. I was just over here, just looking in the other direction. Okay, don't mm. worry. All right, bye then. Oh. Oh, he's gone. Oh. See, he didn't suspect a thing. He's very <laughs> agile. He's very agile. Did you hear how fast he moved? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he seemed to sort of swipe the air. It's like an anime character. Hey, you can't <laughs> spell Rastafarian without fast. We Technically, those letters are in the word. Yeah, Rastafari. yeah, that's true. It's true. Yeah. Is that why the same bolt is a Rastafarian? Is he? Oh, he's from Jamaica, isn't he? So... Are you just saying that all people from Jamaica are Rastafarians? This, this guy is really difficult to pin down. Yeah, so you, you keep, yeah, you're rubbing off of me. Yeah, also, you keep vacillating between kind of being kind of very, you know, 
socially liberal and kind of you know socially it's conscious. It's true. Yeah. It's true. This uh, this podcast, I guess, I'm making some several breakthroughs in my own realizations about mm. the world through the uh, power of literature. You could mm. say. Mm. Well, well, what about breaking to under the surface as well, where no one's actually had to intervene? It's all happened internally. What can I say? Reading without books any is good. prompting. Well, speaking of in, it's kind of internal fights and kind of uh, internal kind of conflicts. So this book essentially is about a man who, you know, with sort of creeping dissatisfaction with life, anonymity, um, loneliness, sort of quiet desperation. So yeah, do you think this is yeah? You know, it's this kind of bits in here which are tinged with uh, sadness. Uh, let me read you a little bit. Um, One moment was juxtaposed against another, yet isolated from it, and he had the feeling that he was removed from time, watching it as it passed before him like a great un- unevenly turned diorama. Yeah, it's all, it's all about kind of feeling alienated. <laughs> and- <laughs> that was hilarious. No, no, that wasn't supposed to be funny. Oh, oh. You're like Tommy Wiseau from The Room. <laughs> What's yes, yes. Am I? Yes. Don't know who that is. Oh, you don't know that. Okay. Don't worry. Uh, do you know about other rooms? Such as uh, Churchill's War Rooms. Why would I know that? <laughs> it's not something that's specific to the Rastafari ideology. Oh, no, it's just a good London tourist spot. Anyway. <laughs> uh, right, so in one sense, it's kind of sad novel. I'm looking at Johnny here because he seems to be paying the most attention. Uh, whereas... At the other time, at the other end of the day, yeah, he's experienced love, he's experienced lust, he's experienced a passion, yeah, albeit fleetingly for kind of academia, it's very niche, but he's he's kind of accrued a kind of multitude of sensory experiences. So, you know, is this a happy novel or do you think this is a I find, sad I novel? I find your juxtaposition strange. Um, uh, juxtaposition, that's a big word. <laughs> what about you, Mon? What about you? Yes, what about you, Mon? Because I'm, uh, I'm right above it. Because <laughs> on the one hand... Um, you said, you said, and you've listed the ways in which he's had a sad life, mm-hmm. and he's gone. But on the other hand, he once had an affair. <laughs> that's not a meaningful balance of a life well lived. No, but that's he the whole. Sorted out what, his relationship with his wife like day one. Sure, okay, but what is the meaning of life? Is it the accretion of experiences? Even if it is, like, is that what gives you? you pardon? Not enough. He hasn't had. What do you want? He's in. He should have had sex with more people. Is that what you're trying to say? With a bee, maybe. With like, uh, well, not with a bee. He's anti having sex with bees. You're anti having sex with I'm, bees. I'm really very much against it. But um, okay. <laughs> How would that even work? The bee would go inside. <laughs> inside what? Inside what? Either. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> the mouth. It could get. I mean, is that sex? I mean, so in that case, I've had sex with many bees. <laughs> bees are so small they could go. Do you know, it, if you freeze a bee, yeah. it will not die, but it will become inert. It's true. And if you put it there in your mouth, it will warm up and then come back to life. It's you have a bee in your mouth. How did you find so, this wait, out? So, so, is that, is that, How did you discover <laughs> this fact? <laughs> oh, I read it. I mean, <laughs> oh, really okay. oh, therefore, it must be correct. Yeah, were, you, were you wanded? Did you check <laughs> for wanded? I didn't check for wanded. But it's like a weird Dr. Mengele-style experiment. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I wouldn't mention that, that guy's name. Uh, <laughs> for bees. <laughs> so that's why you don't want you to... You're against bee-human relations is because you don't think that they can consent. Surely, surely it's quite good to have sex with bees because, uh, if I'm correct, worker bees are infertile. It's only the queen who's fertile. So you might as well have sex. One of them must bees. be fertile because <laughs> they're having sex with the queen. Yeah, but a lot of the worker bees are infertile, right? So what, who's, who's impregnating the queen? The drones. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jerry Seinfeld comes. If you have a beehive on your house, Jerry Seinfeld comes. 
Is that, the bu- is that what the music plays whenever he comes? He ejaculates that music plays. Yeah, it's a steam tune. The steam tune plays. Yeah, he goes as he's coming. He goes. And there's a freeze frame as it shoots through the air. It's like a robotic modification to his penis. What do you think of Gideon? What do you think of Michael Richards from Seinfeld? Oh, Kramer. Yeah. Oh, hilarious. Hilarious. I saw his stand-up once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. When he played that character, who was angry at, uh, at minorities. Oh, I thought it was a very... I mean, that was way before people like uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was doing things like that. Excellent character comedy, I thought. Mon. Hmm. <laughs> and, what, and what do you think, uh, Gideon? Can I call you Gideon? That's my name. Oh, okay, no, not, <laughs> not, wear not Fuhrer a pony boy or something like that. Like, well, steady on, Dad. Okay, fine, fine. Uh, that's such a. That's <laughs> such a. I can't believe you'd say that. That's such a bombercraft thing to say. <laughs> okay, right. So Johnny had mentioned the kind of love affair with Edith, and then he has a second love affair. Well, no, he has. A, he gets married to Edith, uh, to be precise, and then he has an affair with one of his master's students uh, afterwards, and. But he has he experienced sort of different facets of love. So what what do you think this book sort of says about love? Kind of thing. And, and it's did you, awesome. Love, love is awesome. Love is amazing. Love is pure. One love, one heart. Let's get together and feel all white. All white. Okay. Okay. I'm starting to get. Yeah. Re- Gideon, I've noticed the walls of Chin's house are covered with pictures of dead people. Uh, is this your doing? <laughs> No, that's Chin's thing. <laughs> I'm not that weird. Mon. But you just would love everyone to be white. Yeah. Uh, I'm managing what? to pin no, down. No, yeah. not everybody. Not everybody. Not everybody. Uh, but let's get together and be all white. I think my yeah. neighbours just said that. Maybe my neighbours, but that's it. That's it. Where do you live? Oh, obviously here, don't you? All right, but you live I've been hiding or... behind Jin's back all this time. Include your upstairs neighbours and your downstairs neighbours? Yes, technically they're neighbours, aren't they? Like, you can still use yeah. the word neighbours. What about so... diagonal? Yeah, what about diagonal yeah. neighbours? Neighbours, still neighbours. You still use the word neighbours. What about the people in the blocks over there, across the street? Well, are they neighbours? This is an audio podcast, so... Can you no, no, I mean, yeah. so Jin lives in a flat, and yeah. there's another flat block across the street. I mean, <laughs> technically Jin oh my is... my God, a... you're right. <laughs> I mean, technically... Are they your neighbours? I mean, technically speaking, you could even go... You don't need to go that far. I mean, I live with Chin. I've been hiding behind his back. And Chin, most resolutely, is not a white person. Oh, no. Even mm. his name is a big clue, don't you think? He's um, a Chin. He's a Chin. He's a Chin. And, um... I, 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 so as long as there's one Chinese person, it's all racism. Well, right, yes, basically. he fills the quota quite nicely. Uh, okay. Right. Uh, he is the one person I say, like... When I say, some of my best friends are Chinese... I point to Chin. Yeah, but Chin doesn't Because he's hi- I'm hiding yeah. behind his back. <laughs> uh, okay. Chin doesn't see you pointing. He doesn't yeah. see me. He doesn't yeah. notice I'm there. But uh, mm. I, uh, it's great because mm. he doesn't know I'm using him as an example of mm. how not racist I am. He doesn't mm. even know you exist, though. Mm. Not really, no. He doesn't. He doesn't. But isn't that just... Aren't you just playing the odds? I mean, like, probability-wise... If you pick a person at random, they're more, most likely to be Chinese. It depends where you are. Based, based population-based... In yes. the world. So are you just going, oh yeah, my mate's Chinese, just like saying, like... Uh, <laughs> well, yes, that was the point of my anecdote, but yes. Oh, oh yeah, okay, sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm like Ross. I'm like Ross, Josh, I'd like to point out reality. That only counts if you're, if the 
distribution of races in the world is even in every geographical Yeah, but we're, we're one world. I think we're one world without borders. One love. Yeah, one love. So if you say point to someone, you mean you're doing it from the vantage point of, like, space? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm space. Like, just, you know, <laughs> well, you can see the Great Wall of China from space, right? So you're pointing a point in that, that direction. Right? Huh? It's not true. Well, have you been to space? <laughs> have you, have oh. you? Have you been to space? <laughs> what about you, Bob? What about you, Bob? <laughs> oh, I'm Johnny. I take loads of drugs and go on loads of trips, but I haven't been to space actually exactly. in real life, Don't have me I? <laughs> Johnny's mum, if you're listening to this, uh, or Johnny's dad, or um, oh yeah. <laughs> the, the guy is constantly popping ibuprofen, but like that—that's neither um, here nor there. Yeah, I think that's yeah. mostly in between of them. In between of them. I mean, that's a super. Yeah. You, you, you put two prepositions in a row. Hey, I come mean, on, wait. Uh, like a... Wait, I'm asking the guy a question. Okay, fine. Is it in between of them? <laughs> yes. Okay, there you go. Okay. Isn't that hard? What does this book say about love? Yeah, um, so, so, no, 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 no. That's a good question because you, you um, Gideon. Pigeon face. Uh, uh, talking- pony boy. Pony, pony boy. boy. Okay. Please, please. <laughs> uh, Don't be such a bald head bumper cuss. Bald head bumper? Oh, God. Well, um, um, the, you said one love, right? But yeah, the Greeks thought there was sort of several facets of love. They thought it was Eros, Sodomus, um, um, Cosmos. Like, there's lots of different Barney kinds of McGrew. love. Bar- Barney McGrew. Cuthbert, Dibble, and Grubble. <laughs> Not, so, do you think the love that he shows to Edith, who, let's face it, he falls in love at first sight, is that was that love or was that infatuation? And and does it grow into love? And do do you think this book is kind of saying that well, who, lo- love isn't this thing that just happens immediately? It's who kind of, it's is kind of nurtured. this Edith character anyway? It's his wife. It's it's quite obvious. Yeah, yeah he marries her. Well, that's satisfied my curiosity. <laughs> Wait, who, who did you think Edith was? I thought you were just talking about some person called Edith. Well, I'm talking about both. They're not mutually exclusive, are they? Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that the initial love is just infatuation. Infatuation, really? Because yeah. what is love? Baby, it's... don't hurt <laughs> me. No, I wasn't even going for that. Oh, you won't go for that. Um, to love, hack. Like, love is just, a, I mean, it's just a combination of various... Mm. Love is relative to what people think it is. I, different I, I, people I, be in love at different times. And I think he thinks he's in love, but really, by my definition, he wouldn't be in love. What's the lowest bar you could set to be technically in love with somebody, Mon? To be, to move from a different place, let's say a hive, into another place to pursue someone, <laughs> even though you know there's no future in it, because you're a fucking beat. <laughs> That's the lowest. <laughs> That's the lowest bar. Above that is... <laughs> Above that is, is the opposite. So in many ways, nobody's ever really known the love then. That's quite sad. Yeah, the truest love is the love between two people who could never really love. Be true. <laughs> That's the truest love. Yeah. So, like a fish and a bird. Or yeah. a bee and a woman. <laughs> or, or, a, or a Rastafarian and non-Rastafarian. Mm. Mm. Quite uh, well, well, a poignant side to your character. <laughs> Gideon, we Wait, so, so you're saying Sorry, you, you love... Sorry, I just got a bit wistful there. I was thinking about my past. Were you ever oh. a less pure Rastafarian? Mm. She became the purest. That there were times. You. There were times when I was tempted, and I may have given this temptation once or twice. Mon, I don't like thinking about the past. I'm a Rastafari. Well, the past. How, how distant? <laughs> how, how distant is this past? Last week. 
Ah. Oh god, what happened last week? You had sex with Chin last week. That's why Chin will just st- stand staring at the wall after. But is that how you have sex? You just stick to each other? <laughs> no, I mean Chin can't bear to I mean, tear himself from the corner. What's your dis- <laughs> Because since Chin doesn't even know I exist and he isn't aware that I'm here, technically he's not given his consent. That's not love. That's not what I'm talking about. No, mm. no. When- we're talking about something much purer than that. What's what, purer than that? What, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's so much purer. How pure is this? Uh, well, I fell in love with a fish. <laughs> like Troy McClure. <gasps> Who's that? Uh, don't, don't worry. Who's that homage? Yeah. Oh, homage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what homage is. So you, you guys, let's say you fell in love with a fish called Wanda or Liar. Um, that was a good callback. Fuck you. Fuck you, Johnny Killer. What are you, Mom? What are you? I was smiling at your joke. Your joke made me smile. And that is evidence to you of some kind of conspiracy. Anyway. You, you always pick some Johnny as well. Yeah. Despite the fact that nobody else was laughing either. Oh. Yeah, that's what he prefers. He prefers it when people just ignore his jokes. <laughs> And, and don't let them just wash over you like a gust of air. <laughs> when Harren did stand-up in Don't Want Joke, <laughs> there'd wanna... be like five minutes of inspiration. What about you? You're not up here. I don't see you up here. You're not doing it. You think you can do better? Let's stop laughing. It's like that It's like that sort of like stupid joke that says like that people say about, like I've seen it in memes about like Amy Schumer where it's like when Amy Schumer said she wanted to be a stand-up comedian, Everyone laughed. Well, now they're, they're not laughing anymore. It's Bob Monkhouse. It's Bob Yeah, yeah. It's a meme. <laughs> <laughs> that, right. have, you, have you seen that meme? It's a good one. It's um, still, it was during the presidential election in 2016, and it was I am playing all the right notes, but not necessarily in the right order. Oh, that's a great meme. This is my favorite dankest meme of 2016. <laughs> yes, uh, reminds me my favorite meme. I was playing all the alt right notes. <laughs> And Bob Monkhouse. That's a good meme. Mon. <laughs> That's a good meme. Bob Monkhouse. I'll, go- I'll Google him. Don't mention the war. I mentioned it once. I think I got away with it. That's a good meme. Ooh, who's that? <laughs> this is, well, it's a meme. It's got no author. Oh. It's got no author. It's, okay. It's mm. like, we used to, in the 60s, you, we used to have a thing called folk music. And it was a culture that we all shared. It's pronounced folk music? Folk music, sorry. Because it, it comes from the, it was the hair of... Uh, yeah. The working man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I just think I understand what you're doing. But now we about. have memes instead, and it's much better. <laughs> so, okay, okay, okay. It's true, that's a good, good analysis. Yeah. So you think that uh, the, the, the memes are the new uh, collective mythology of this society, Mon? Yeah, it's like, because there's, there's an old folk song that people thought was from Cornwall um, that used to, to say, uh, it used to go, bum, 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 bum. Praise the Tsar, because actually it was a Russian... Uh, Folk song had been snuck into British folk music to try and subvert us, but that can't happen anymore with memes because they're too fast. Bum, bum, so you're saying what's happening? It's happened on Facebook, hasn't it? Like these Russian troll sites that really? make memes. No, that's, a gen- that's a genuinely thing. Like you, you see, you're laughing at the inopportune time now. What is? That? I just say a fucking statement of fact. And now you're laughing. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm just so like, what, re- so what are you doing on the show? Is it just Aaron's berating everybody for uh, <laughs> not laughing? I think my face is doing the wrong thing. <laughs> I think we've overlooked. You've had a relationship with a fish, apparently, right? <laughs> oh, oh, now you've made me sad again. Well, you made me remember that. Okay, but what kind of love was it? 
Like, like, do you think it was... What kind of fish? Yeah, what kind of fish was it first? Well, answer, <laughs> answer your first question, the purest love of all, just like I'm the purest Rastafarian, this okay. is love. And the second uh, question, it was a piranha. It was a piranha? It was a piranha. Uh, can you tell me the logistics of... I mean, they come in... Where did you meet? South America, obviously. Yeah, obviously. We met in Amazon, so this piranha... No, no, we met on Amazon, as oh, in right. the website. Amazon. Oh, right. Yeah. We're leaving reviews. <laughs> I, I, bought some, I bought a TV off this piranha, and we just hit it off, and I asked the question, oh, does it come with a, the uh, SCART cable? And he says, no, you don't need old SCART TV. cable. <laughs> because, exactly, it was it was a cathode ray tube. How many, how many inches? 12. <laughs> and how big was the TV? You stepped on my head. (laughs) But yes, good one, man. Kyle. You've got a 12 inch penis. (laughs) Yes, let's go with that. But Um, in fish terms, that's not that big, right? I mean, for a piranha. A piranha is the size of like your fist. Yeah, but uh, I like I said, like I said, this is the purest love of all. There was none of that sort of so, but was it love? Panky, panky so was it was happening? Was it infatuation or was it love? Because I, I, I'm talking arguably... about a deep spiritual connection with a piranha. Okay, what was the piranha's name? Joe Ferg. Joe, Joe Ferg. Joe, Joe Ferg. No, wait, wait, you don't say it right, Joe Ferg. <laughs> So his name is pronounced as if someone is badly trying to improvise a name. Joe Ferg. Pretty much. That's how I was speaking that. backwards. It took, me, it, took me, it took me a long time to actually uh, learn to pronounce. That's how fish speak, though. That's Fish are terrible improvisers. Who was his, who was his dad? The... The man from the other place in Twin Peaks was on my Joe I don't understand that reference. We don't answer that reference. Oh, okay. What was Joe Frick Brackwoods? I can't help but feel mocking my sad story of lost love. But, uh... So what happened between you and Joe <laughs> It could, did work out. I mean, this was... <laughs> he was a fish. I was a Rastafari. Then never the twain shall meet. Mm. It's a... It's a... It's a tale as old as time. Rastafarian meets Piranha. Piranha meets Rastafarian while selling a cathode ray television tube. <laughs> Through the internet. On the internet. Uh, 20 years after that technology Rastafarian spe- discontinued. <laughs> yeah, but Rastafarian spends a week trying to pronounce Piranha's name properly and it just doesn't work so, out. Do you-, I, you know, I don't think you should take that as an answer. This isn't the end. I think there are better... Th- there's a way that this can work. Mm. Would you say there are plenty more of whatever Joe Frog <laughs> is in the internet? No, I think, I think you guys gotta... You guys have to get out of the way. I mean, all these structures that are keeping you guys in and that... that I don't know if it's your family and, like, Joe Frog that That... That are like stopping you from seeing each other, but I don't think you can let that happen. You can't. You can't you, let true love your words, die by the way. Your words move me intensely, Joshua. I, mm. I'm going to go right back onto Amazon and direct message Joe from <laughs> and tell him how I really feel, and I don't care that I can't say his name the way that he likes. We we got him. We got him to do it. This is good. This is good. I'm like. Wait, was this a trick? No. Oh, okay, then. I just in that the case, I, I, I'm still moved. I'm mm. still moved. I just think it's healthy. Well, I mean, I think, it's, you know, art, life imitates art. In... <laughs> sorry, sorry, my speech impediment. It's true. It's true. <laughs> life imitates art. Art imitates life. Who said that? 
Christian Aristotle. Christian Paul. Christian Paul Tams. Paul Altams. You know, P O L L U L T A M S. Paul Altams. Well, so bring back to the book. So Edith and and Stoner. Edith and William Stoner. They, yeah, they they sort of get a workaround. They they make things work. They improvise. She just stays at home and then goes to art classes, goes to drama classes, does her own thing, entertaining. He stays a lot of the time at work and then shags his master student. And, they, and they're both aware of what they're doing, but they, yeah, they, they kind of well, coexist. They, I, I they coexist. So. What if they were not aware of what they were no, doing? It'd be they're... a bit strange. It's like, whoa, what are you doing? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but my penis appears to be in your vagina. Oh. No, but what I mean is that, is that essentially they're, they're having an open relationship with kind of tacit consent. Oh, they're, f- uh, they're, f- they're a student and teacher with benefits. Exactly, essentially, exactly. It's a very good thing. I mean, what you is... know what they say? The student has become the master. <gasps> okay. And... I love that film, by the way. <laughs> Big yeah. fan of the master. Yes, I'm, a, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm a masterfarian as well. What are you a masterfarian of? The film The Master. The Master. Oh, it's a good move. <laughs> yes, I love it. Good, good move. What about Master and Commander of the Sea? Uh, I don't like it as much as uh, the other Aziz and Sari thing, uh, Master of None. <laughs> <laughs> you like that even more now, don't you, after the allegations? Mm. <laughs> what allegations are these? What but are you he, talking about? But he's not white, so what's your, I mean, what's your opinion on Aziz I'm and Sari? I'm not sure what you're referring to. I'm not well, sure you just said you want, you want life to be all white. You want no, everything he's, to be. He's fine with uh, ethnic people having their own shows. Mm. They as long as they live like eight meters away shows. from him. Uh, possibly, preferably their own streaming service. Uh, but uh, you know. What about Michael Jackson? Not white flicks. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I, I've been writing to Ted Sandros for a long time about that, and he just won't respond to my letters. Uh, yeah. Probably because he's not using White Mirror. Pretty good. <laughs> Uh, orange is the new white that's another one yeah pretty good <laughs> There's a, I think the problem with your uh, worldview is that some of the very best shows have a mixture of different races like The Wire wouldn't be a good show if there were two separate <laughs> it was just being naughty trying to do furniture yeah for half of it all the white people had their own little show and all the black people had a separate what made The Wire good was the mixture of all the different races that's that's a fair point that you raise there. I mean, I've never seen The Wire. I don't know what it is. I assumed it was about a piece of string. Uh, and I thought, why would I want to watch the show about a piece of string? It's called The Wire. Which yeah. Is, yeah. It's not string. It's not string yeah. and wires are pretty much the same thing in my book, Mon. And that's not racist. It's just a fact. <laughs> okay, fine. Fair enough. Oh. String and wire are quite similar. similar. They are quite similar, yeah. There is a character in it called String. Stringer Bell, yeah. Wire Bell. <laughs> Mm. Ooh, see, point proven by the show that you is apparently the best show in the world. Mm. I rest my case, Mon. Well, I mean, there's, there's no white characters. There's no sorry people of color in this book. So, mm. so in your opinion, Dan, Daniel, Daniel, does this yeah. does this make it a bad book? Yeah, it does. Every book should have every race represented in it. So <laughs> okay, the Bible every, it's not yeah. a good book. Yeah, it's a bad book because it's there's no Uzbekistanis. Yeah, that, like, yeah no Uzbeks, no Uzbeks. Yeah, um, I think. There's very few books that fit my criteria. Okay. Cloud Atlas, and, and that is the only one. More like your white area. Highly slashy. The dictionary got all the different races in it. Mm. Um, that's it, really. That's it. 
What about, what, about like, what, what about a book such as Mein Kampf, which has a lot of races in it? It's got races in it. But it hasn't got a positive view of some of those races. That's true. Most uh, of the races. Yeah. I've, uh, never, I've never read it. Does he just list off all the different races in that book? And just <laughs> <make it laughs> yeah. Like, it's a table. Oh, uh, um, okay, okay. But I mean, ironically, the Aryans came from India and Persia. Yeah, and he, he talks about an Aryan race. So. What a twist. What's Worthy <laughs> of... M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Did he really write right? Mein Kampf? <laughs> no, he didn't, know. Was that the twist in Mein Kampf? Is that the Aryans were Asians all along? <laughs> no, that was a Planet of the Apes, isn't it? Like, the, the apes were Asians all along? I think no. Aryan Brotherhood, the American white supremacist prison gang. Yeah. Um, they required reading. For not, not in personal terms, I don't but like Required yeah. reading for their membership. Yes. Yeah. One is beyond good and evil by nature. Okay. And I really... I mean, I don't be accused of being snobbish. Mm. I don't think you, someone in a violent prison gang is clever enough to understand that book. Because oh. I don't understand that book. And I have a degree. Sure. Where's their degree? They've What's got your tattoos, degree philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> nah. It's a brick of philosophy. I'm, I'm, but, but they got a lot more time on their hands. Yeah, That's true. Exactly, yeah. you, had, you spent how many time? <laughs> I think yeah. how many time they got. Yeah. They're going to have at least Ten amount. Raises a very good point. Mm. Criminals are better than us. Mm. A, and possibly, but that's why. So that's is the Aaron brother. <laughs> oh, oh dear! Right. Uh, well, um, How do you feel your leadership is going, Aaron? Because you've huh? had you've had avert calls for a white supremacist state. Yeah, but I on, mean, on your watch. But I, I support freedom of speech, and I think this is. I think this is a good. We're showing the cost of freedom of speech, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, mm. I support your right to well, say it. I don't. Do we have to pay? Pardon? Well, this podcast is free, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, we have to pay for SoundCloud. Not this please. episode, baby! Yeah. <laughs> isn't that right, Harold? Yes. I don't know <laughs> what you said there, but I agreed. <laughs> We're going to get this podcast. This episode is going to be only available on Stitcher Premium. And you're going to have to pay £190. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling us that they'll only hear this. After they've paid the money to listen yep. to it. And they'll know it was done with a vindictive air. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we conclude? Uh, uh, <laughs> getting a bit tired. Well, okay, yeah, sorry. Okay. Well, okay, I think we've had a very good discussion of this book. I just want to have one final question. Why so, did we choose to read this book? I don't know. Are there any good ideas as to why we chose this book? Because it's called Stoner. <laughs> And it was yes. 420 a few days ago. There we go, hey! That's very good, yes. Oh, so we've solved your win. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was a joint effort, get it? Ah, 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 high, I'm high, I'm really high. Yes, mum, yes, mum. Is that high? I'm also high. Yeah, yeah, stoner culture and like yes, yes. Cheetos and... What's that? What else? What else do we do? Dude, where's my car? <laughs> we don't do attack each other for laughing. <laughs> no, yeah, because well, you'd be attacking each other all the time because that's what stone people do, just laugh at inane bullshit. And then, uh, Listen to this when I'm high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi. Hi. Lisa Lassie! <laughs> okay, okay. It can have to be like 10 minutes. <laughs> Right. One final question. Right. So this book has has yeah, it's done by John Williams, American academic. It's mm. set in Missouri. It's you know, set in uh, America. 
But this book didn't really do that well in um, well, US book sales, whereas it, it was a hit in the UK, the Netherlands, the rest of Europe. What do you think the reasons for that are? So, I mean, America's so big, you probably have to sell more books to count as a hit. Um, but, but I mean, the whole of Europe together. Even still. Even still. <laughs> so, I don't think that's... I don't think that, yeah, I don't think <laughs> that's the point either. <laughs> Like the way book sales work, it's not you come and sell it. Well, so you say you publishers go, well, we want to sell this book to X percent of the population, and yeah. we will not rest until thirty percent of people have a copy of <laughs> what we did. We will not rest. Yeah, but it was a hit in Europe. No one's going home. The reason it was a hit in Europe because if you sell a million in is Europe, it's a percentage of the whole. Yeah, exactly. It's a hit in Europe because there's less people. Yeah, right? I, I, my, but my belief is this: is that there's a set number of people, let's say a million person in every country willing to buy Stoner by John Williams. Yeah. And in America, that's proportionally so much smaller. Well, so in so what? in a country like Brunei, where there's only about a million people, Brunei. This is, I've, I've expected to be the most controversial <laughs> point that's been made in the entire I mean, like, Vatican, Vatican City, there's no surplus books, is there? <laughs> yes, yes, pillory him, pillory him. Yes, yes. An absolute amount is willing to buy a book. It's not percentage based, it's absolute. Wait, so you're saying, your, your claim is that a percentage of every given group wants that. Yes, that's bizarre. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Good interruption. Good hosting. Good point. Well made. <laughs> um, but your argument is the whole population must want a book. No, his argument is that a set number in every Yeah, country. a set number in every country makes every wants country a book. Every country has a quota, which yeah. is not a percentage. It's not a quota. It's not enforced by the <laughs> state. <laughs> Speaking of enforced by the state, Gideon, what did you think of this book? <laughs> oh, we had that section. I have to give my opinion on the book. Well, no, no, no. So, do you, why do you think this book um, did sort of well in Europe, which is occupied by the Nazis, whereas America, which was occupied by the Nazis, hmm. um, yeah, it didn't do very well there. It's an American book. Mm, I think mm, mm. sometimes portraits of America. See that? I'm throwing my voice to death. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes portraits of Americana do better outside of America because it's like. Um, if we we in England don't like to read P.G. Woodhouse, I think we do. Oh. <laughs> no, but I know what I mean. It's like, uh, it's like P.G. Woodhouse uh, also yeah. um, collaborated with the Nazis. Yes, um, good old parental guidance Woodhouse. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like a Woody Allen movie. Yeah, where it's like, you go, oh, isn't Barcelona exotic? Mm. Yeah, but yeah. if someone was playing Spanish guitar in like Streatham, yeah, mm. you would be less into it, and also be more confused with the title. Yeah, that's true. Mm. So do you think that the, the album Americana by Offspring yeah. would sell more copies than, say, I think it would sell the exact same number of copies. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a big overlap between Offspring fans and uh, readers of the book Stoner, I believe. Uh, same demographic, really. Mm. Can I just... So if, say, for example, Americana by Offspring was deemed a good enough album in the UK to mm. sell... A million copies. Yeah. That's a lot, right? That's like a sixtieth of the population when yeah. it came out, probably. They would also sell a million in the US. They would also sell a million in Vatican uh, City. Vatican City. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you know, the Vatican. Let's remember, it's the richest organisation on earth. They can afford to have multiple copies. 
Right. So, right. It's like so they just got like seventy, like seven hundred and ninety <laughs> copies each for each. Like, like I know you weren't. Uh, I was brought up in a cafe environment, and yes. <laughs> well, yeah, there, there is a song there saying "Pretty Fly" for a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Correct, sir. There is. But that then, were you were you in the Hitler Youth with uh, with what? Cardinal Ratzinger? How old do you think I am? <laughs> when were you born? Yeah, when were you born? Let's not do this. Yes, we are. I was born long ago. I am the chosen. I am the one. <laughs> do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, Dan. How dare you? I got your back, man. Oh, Don't worry. We should move to conclusions. Yeah. It's not called conclusions. It's called notes. The whole podcast unraveled. Right. Anyway, so I want to know. I think we have sort of very healthy discussion and good viewpoint diversity, which I think is what we want uh, on any podcast. Um, so I just want to say, uh, what are your concluding remarks on this uh, book? Do you think it was a good book, or do you think it was a bad book? And do you think it was a happy book, or do you think it was a sad book? I think it was a good book and a happy book and a sad book. <laughs> it was happy. It was a bipolar good, happy, book, was it? Bang, bang, bang! I love it. Good, happy, sad. <laughs> good, good, happy, sad. Okay. Any, are you going to justify your answer? Or are you just going to? Well, you didn't some... ask me to justify it. You just asked me whether it was a good book, a happy book, or a sad book. Yeah. I thought it was a good book, happy book, and sad book. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Okay. The... Uh, Johnny, <laughs> so oh, I'll beat you up after. It's, uh, it's fine. Uh, huh? so, um, it's a fine. Uh, wait. Well, fine wasn't it, one of the not, criteria. It's not a fine book, like oh, that's a fine book. <laughs> it was fine. It's my third favorite uh, alienation-themed academic novel. Uh, uh, what were your first two? Uh, the one the, I couldn't pronounce before. P N I N. So that that means that stays in. Person so not person not novel. Person not a novel. <laughs> And uh, Infinite Jest, which has footnotes. Oh, get you. I'm a nice guy who wears a fedora who loves Infinite Jest. Is that the, is that the, is that the meme? <laughs> uh, I, I like this book quite a lot. Um, I think it was a good portrait of America from a man who loves America. It's a good portrait of love from a man who's never been in love. Okay. That's yeah, right. I, keep going, I want more. <laughs> so it's like Jane Austen writing about sex, despite yeah. never having had sex. That's true. <laughs> Did Jane Austen never have sex? How do we know no. this? Huh? Photographs. <laughs> of her not, not having sex. She's not not having sex in any of those photographs, right? Yes, That's absolutely, true. absolutely more. There are no yeah. photographs of most people having sex. There's photographs of me having sex. Are there? Is there? Can we yeah. see them? No. <laughs> well they exist. And when I die, they'll be released to all my family. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw a view with a bee in your mouth. <laughs> Actually, and when, when you bark, the bees come out. When I was four years old, I, I, in Bournemouth, I did have a short fling with a with a wasp. He oh. flew inside my tango can, and then I drank tango, and it stung me inside my mouth. That must be horrible. Oh, it was actually and how the most erotic day of my whole entire life. How old were you? Four. Oh my god. God. It sounds almost like um, what's the song? Um, pull up up to my bumper, baby, in your big black limousine. Uh, the Grace Jones. Yeah. Oh. Flew into my tango can and I drank the tango and it stuck my mouth. It's very similar. Well, what do I say? I was young. Can. <laughs> it was tango apple. And well. sting my mouth. It's very negligent of your parents to give you a tango apple at a young age. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sugary drink, please. <laughs> Keep going with it. Tell me what, what else my parents did incorrectly during my, my childhood. 
So parents don't do that now. I think in our, our day we used to get all types of sugary drinks, but now parents are only allowed to eat wholemeal wotsits and whatnot. Wholemeal <laughs> wotsits? Yeah. That's right. what I see babies eating. <laughs> babies eating <laughs> Um, Gideon. Oh, A good well. book, happy book, sad book. Um, I love this book. I yeah. absolutely love this. This was the greatest book I didn't quite understand. Uh, mm. uh, but it moved me. It moved me. Mm. I thought it was a little bit happy, a little bit sad. I love this book so much, I bought all the quotas for this country. Uh, so I made up that percentage. <laughs> what was it? 674,000 books? Uh, mm. Yes. I, 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 you so know. you bought 674,000? Yes, I bought it off Amazon, off another piranha, uh, <laughs> who's called... Uh, Is that why we, we can't move in this house? Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, the thing is, right? Uh, Chin's never at home to uh, receive the Amazon packages, so mm. I've just basically been uh, accepting deliveries and hiding them in the spare room where he never goes. <laughs> Why does he never? <laughs> I don't know. It's a bit weird, you know. Probably because there's a Rastafarian living in there. <laughs> is it a mouse? Uh, no, it isn't actually. It's like a like a, a pure Rastafarian. Golf twist. It's me! <laughs> Baba Ding Dang Dong. Yes. You got us. Yes. He got us again. <laughs> God. And are you planning to read all the 674,000 copies of these books? Well, I've got a bit of time. Yes. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think this book has taught me to sort of like engage with my feelings, and which I have over mm. the course of this uh, episode. Uh, I- I- I've-, I've emerged renewed in my purpose to spread my message of Rastafarianism across the world. And hook up with that fish. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm happy with this. I think this has turned out for the best. Oh, really? Okay, good. Well, in that case, uh, yes, relatively positive reviews from Dan. Mm. Uh, not so much from Johnny, as is as you expected. Um, I sort of mumbled there, didn't I? I have a disease <laughs> called... You mumbled an attack on me! <laughs> right. right, anyway, but every book is not without its possible improvement in a counterfactual situation. So this is a bit I like to call, or Chin likes to call, and I've just copied him, <laughs> notes. And here's the theme tune. And, uh... This is a catchy tune. It reminds me of uh, the classic reggae music uh, of my forefathers. So use this time wisely because I'll be asking you for your improvements to the book. I like that one. Oh, thank you. So, I'm going to go round the table. Um, I'll start with you, Gideon. Oh, ah, oh. Put in the spot there, but oh. don't worry, I've come up with some very good notes for uh, uh, Mr. Williams. Okay. Uh, so that he can write them in his fu- uh, in the future sequel, possibly, to Stoner. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm going to call Stoner, but instead of an E, it says three. Stoner, okay. Yeah, Stone three R. Stone three R. <laughs> Even though it's the second book in yeah. the series. But wait, that's how... Radical this will be. It's the mm. second book, but it's got a three in it. Immediately ah. causing you to force you to rethink how numbers work. Mm. So it's like Douglas Adams' a trilogy in five parts. Is that Who's that? Douglas Adams. <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, don't, don't like Hitchhikers. Mm. So, so you would call it Stone 3R. Stone 3R. Stone 3R. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so first of all, you thought he was dead. He's back, baby. <laughs> 
John Stoner is back. And they, <laughs> he's they've taken his daughter. They've taken his daughter. And he's not having that. He's not taking that guff from these terrorists. And he says, like, you terrorists, you think that I was dead? I wasn't dead. I was sleeping and pretending to sleep. I'm going to come back and use my special skills to get you. That's right, my skills that I took in academic agricultural learning. I'm going to use them to get you. Get get you and get my daughter back. And also teach my daughter a lesson about not following you too on tour. Come on. Well, so what, his daughter Grace, who, who goes and has a That's baby. That's not her well, Is that her name? Yeah. Okay. Yes. In that case, yes. I've got to invent a new daughter for this. You invent a new daughter. Yes, yes. Sir. I mean, his name is William Stoner, so he, he changed his name to, to John Stoner. Yeah, after he died. <laughs> and after he died. There's the rules. There's the rules. You can't come back to the same name. You can't like, come uh, back After you pretend to die, you've got to change your name when you wake up again. Okay. For how, for how long was he asleep? I would say two days. Two, two days? Two days. Yes. So two days. He went to sleep for two days. <laughs> and in that time, terrorists have taken over the world. And not the world, they just took his daughter. They took his daughter. Yeah. His daughter, his after world. the funeral. Taking over his world. Oh, I his daughter, after the funeral, mm. said, like, oh, I'm so sad, I've got to follow you two on tour. And that's when she gets kidnapped by terrorists. Who That'll were also at the U2 concert because they like U2 too. Okay. And... Bono, what does he do in this? Well, I haven't really written a part for uh, old Bono Vox yet, but uh, uh, I was thinking he could like turn up and say, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, at some at one point, John Stoner's looking for uh, directions. Uh, do you know where the terrorist lives? And Bono says, "I'm sorry, mate. I, I don't know where the streets are because they have no name." <laughs> right. Because it's a reference, yeah. it's, it's a reference to that U2 song. I'm sorry, mate. I don't know where the streets are because they have no name. Oh, that's nice to be putting out a page from Josh's book there. I see. Uh, yes. And um, uh, where was I? Oh, yes. Uh, so um, John Stoner, he goes out there and he's using his agricultural skills. You see, yeah. So at one point, he like plows a field, and he lures the terrorists into the field, and the terrorists are like, "Oh, it's harvest time." They start harvesting the corn from the, uh, the field. Uh, <laughs> what? Okay, ter- your terrorists are into farming. And, and, and while they're far- distracted, distra- distracted by the harvest, he comes in and gets his daughter back. But the, uh, but the terrorists have a good harvest that year. <laughs> Make a lot of bread, uh, and they have a little festival and have a little party. So who are these terrorists? The Amish farmers, apparently. or They could be. I was thinking somebody more... Eastern European. Eastern European. Yes. They've got names like Milos and Ivan. Um, mm. and, and they speak like Dios. <laughs> like robots. <laughs> like your fish lover. Like uh, they speak, speak like this one. <laughs> <laughs> have, have they got names like Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Don't take her name in there. His name is him earlier. Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure really anymore. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't matter. It's a modern world. So those are your notes. So you're gonna make it stone three. Uh... Wait, I'm not done yet. <laughs> you're so, still not done. No, no, no. no. Oh, wow. book, so where were we? So the, the terrorists have their little harvest festival. They make a big. I don't. Want, I don't want. Don't spoil the book. I want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But there is a twist. There oh, is a oh twist. there is a twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Turns out the Aryans were Asians all along. <laughs> so you basically stolen this from the village and Die Hard and Taken. No, no, I wasn't thinking of that at all. Uh, <laughs> um, and well, M. Night Shyamalan. Um, well, I don't know who those people really are, so mm. could it, can you really steal from people that you don't know? Yeah, that's what burglary is. <laughs> yeah, I beg to differ. Come on. I have a question. You said the twist is that the Aryans were Asians all along. Mm. How do we know that they're Aryans? How are we led to believe they are Aryans at the beginning of the novel? Mm. 
in such a way that is also consistent with them having oh, it's been not, Asian it, all along. No, the twist has nothing to do with the story of the book. Uh, there's a chapter in which I list all the races and I rate them, and then I say like a but twist. Just an intermission from the from the. This is literally, literally a little like I mean, he, uh, I think Melville does something similar in Moby Dick. So uh, no, I he doesn't. <laughs> Doesn't he have a bit about um, just whale cytology, which has nothing? Oh yeah, to do but those, he's talking about different whales, not different races of men. Well, I, I beg, I think it's the same thing. The You're same thinking thing. of the porn film Moby Dick. No, I don't know what that is. I can't feel like you're kind of making fun of me for mm. being in love with a fish with that remark, mm. Daniel. Uh, mm. Don't take kindly to it. Neither uh, does Joe for... Dan. What are your notes? My only note is that I think him studying English literature and then going on to get a job as a bad role model for kids. So I think he should have studied engineering. Yeah, and, and then what? God, job. So if kids think that engineering is a good career. So, okay. So, wait, <laughs> because all art subjects are bad. All art subjects are bad? Yeah, because you can't get a job if you have an art. So degree. who's going in your world where it's just engineers? Is it just engineers or yeah, just scientists? Engineers. Just engineers. Yeah. So where, where are the nurses? Where are the uh, Some musical engineers theater? have to become nurses. Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> so wouldn't it be sort of easier for them just to study nursing? No. No. <laughs> because like, I know what you mean, because the way it works is every country has for example 100 nurses mm. and then they have to go where the sick people are and to sort of heal them and then, go, and then return to seven <laughs> that's actually what I mean what did you just say I'm being banana sorry why the middle of your hosting <laughs> to, to the old bees into my mouth um, <laughs> uh, I hope Chin turns around soon <laughs> Wait, let me check. Who oh, he's still staring up <laughs> at the distance at nothing. He's just sitting there silently. It's a bit weird. He's no, enjoying I mean, it. You're, you're, I mean, forgive me if I'm wrong, but your world sounds quite anodyne. You've just got engineers. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's no there's no jazz. Mm. No, give me engineers would have to retrain. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's, the that's the only way it's different. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, the world of McFly. In the future, not much has changed, but there's no chess. <laughs> and there's, there is scat, but it's just like one zero one zero one one zero. Yeah, that's the. I mean, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Your, your world sounds very boring. See, he's, he's learned his lesson. Maria, what about you, Mon? Out of him, he wasn't very different. He's accepted it. I feel we've all grown as people. Well, I, I just don't think. I think there's a position for the arts in the world. Uh, Johnny. What do, what do you? Th- what are your notes? I mean, you studied humanities and art. I know, well, it's not really art, but it's not engineering. It's, it's a it's a BA. It's an art. Um, I would have had him go to the war um, because I just think that would be a more exciting novel. Um, he can still feel alienated and feel like yeah. um, like a diorama being moved upside down or whatever. But mm. he can. But, but then it's, he, at one point, he fights someone on the roof of a train. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> so you want more action, basically. All right. Well, so you want him to go over the edge. So you, I mean, you could have could have put it with his book with you too. You could have gone over Ooh, the edge and then yes, oh. and Bonavox, Bonavox, and then yeah. Sorry. I think it's no. I think it's unrealistic his sequel because it's set around probably around the time of the First World War, mm. and so he would have to be, and he's only dead for two days, and he has to be so old to fight to track down you two <laughs> after that. And I don't think he'd be, it'd be like the, the latest Indiana Jones movie. It just wouldn't be believable that he could perform those incredible stunts. Mm. I I mean. That's true, but this is a book. 
You don't need stuntmen for books. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't have much of an imagination because... Getting stoned all the that time. That would be good, though. Ruin your imagination. I, I think it'd be... Uh, it's a very interesting point there, though, Jordi uh, Bon. Uh, having stuntmen in books would be amazing if they had passages describing an action sequence <laughs> and then describing the main character swapping places bit, a bit with a completely different person who's just been... S- Sit, sit, and then describing all the off, off-page camera people mm. who are it's filming. It's slightly squarer now. Yes, yes, yes. I'd like that. I'd like to see that in the book next time. Mm. So more stunts, more action, essentially. More explosions. Specifically war-based. I'd like to see him go to war. That's the English. And have a traumatizing time that would ruin his life. Maybe the real war was against himself. Wait, in, in a more in a lover realer way, it was against the the Germans. The Germans. Okay, mm. Mm. and Josh, speaking of Nazis, uh, <laughs> you're sitting opposite a Nazi there. That's what I meant. I, I, I don't know how much more I have to clarify and take this abuse. I'm not a Nazi. Okay. Uh, I am a Rastafarian. Rastafarian. Okay. Um, Wait, why? When my name comes into it, are we speaking of Nazis? Right, I think you're sitting opposite a Nazi. So that doesn't make any sense. So if I'm sat opposite a window, you'd be like, Josh speaking of windows. <laughs> exactly, yeah. There's a window over there. Yeah, yeah the opposite. Right. Nazi. Um, <laughs> you could almost say that uh, Josh did not see that coming. Yes. Um, can, can, Hi, Lisa. Can we get a moan for that joke, please, Dan? Nah. What about you, Mon? What about you? What about you, Mon? Fuck you! Fuck you! That was a solid joke. That was um, a solid joke from me. I thought this book mm. should have involved the pizza song a bit more. You know the. Is it called the pizza song? Hey! Spider-Man Two, the video. Why do you think that would have improved the book? Um, just sort of livened it up. There weren't many songs in it. Mm, that's true. There weren't any songs in it. It wasn't. I don't know. I just, I just didn't want to dance to this, this book. This book didn't make me want to dance. You know, sometimes you read a book like Dorling Kindersley, like uh, the 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 Dorling Kindersley about the Sutton Who ship, the Viking warship mm. the, that that they found it was just amazingly preserved things it's just you, know, you want to dance when you read that mm. you want to dance you, know, you just want to you know what makes me up. want to dance architecture I love dancing to architecture Mon. it's a good one it's good it's, it, good. it's of, of the top of them it's one of the best mm, mm, mm. you ever just see a good building you start getting down with your back oh off. you do oh Ooh, I just look uh, out the window oh Oh, 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 what's happening oh, down oh, there? Oh, what's yeah. happening down there? That's not supposed to happen. That's not supposed to happen. Oh, it's good. Okay, dance finished. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So more done. Da- what kind of dance would you have done to Stoner? Like I like break dancing, but only when they do the spinning around on the ground on their backs. <laughs> Just cut out all the unnecessary. All of the jumping. No, stop jumping around. Just immediately Just curl, curl up into a back, ball. Curl up into a ball and spin. And get no, and get one of your friends to spin you on the dance. No, no, you have to spin yourself. Well, I, know, I get somebody else to do it for me. Well, get that's that, that, It's more of a collaborative effort, I think. My one. Well, I can't. I can't tolerate that. Like, mm. If that's going to be the case, it's better off that we just don't have this book. But I think if you do like spinning and then they do, and they can end with the sort of like like reclined, like elongated position on the floor with their hands sort of supported by their, supporting their heads and their elbow. On the ah, ground. yes. Like mm. like the uh, the sleeping Buddha in Thailand. Exactly. Mm. And that's what I wanted The best great dancer of them all. Yeah, Buddha was a great back dancer. That's People why he's doing that pose. That. That's why he does that pose. He's like, um, check me out. 
People talk about his enlightenment, but not mm. quite dancing. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. sad how one part of one's character gets assumed by something yeah. else. Exactly, Mon. Mm. Like, well, when I, I think I, of yeah. you, Dan, I just think of like someone that just complains about Tory cuts all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I don't think of anything else. There's no other aspect no, to your sad, personality. You're I just do. the guy that complains about Tory cuts. <laughs> but I do hate those Tory cuts. There we go. Fair. Yeah, fair, fair enough, yeah. That is what I know when you, you for. What do you think, what do you know Johnny for? I know Johnny for saying well. <laughs> he does say well a lot. It's a good word. Mm, and and um, Gideon? Gideon, I know for his romantic uh, dalliances with fish. <laughs> and you? Yeah. A sort of aggressive... Um, <laughs> Uh, defensive uh, posture that yeah. is that never really gets switched up. Yep. Attack mm. is the best form of defense, as they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what the Buddha said. <laughs> B boy Buddha. Buddha boy. Is that the B boy stands <laughs> for? Exactly, yes. Buddha boy. Cool. Well, I think that's been a very good discussion, and I've very much enjoyed hosting this, as you can probably tell. <laughs> Fuck you, John! <laughs> Laughing at your joke. <laughs> and then, well, next oh. week, Johnny will be doing a better job of hosting this. Apparently, enjoying the show. You're attacking me for having fun. Well, yes, because like, yeah. Dad, you once did this at a gig. I laughed at your joke and went, "Something to complain about, Johnny." <laughs> I'm a more sincere man than you can give me credit. Yes. Well, you're a very sincere man, and. What is your verdict then of this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> your, your sincere oh, so we, so we get the guests to judge the podcast. Yeah, now, and then apparently. we do notes on the podcast. Yes, okay, okay. This is a new section, I see. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think we're running out of time. Yeah, I think we're running out of time, but I think it's, it's been over, you know, sort of overwhelmingly a positive response. Well, I've had a very fine time I, indeed. Thank you, with all of you, so you fine gentlemen. I feel like my I've made some breakthroughs. Mm. I'm going to go out and. Uh, Message Joe Joe Fur, <laughs> and let's see where the next stage of my life takes me on this crazy adventure I call life. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Thank Good. You. So, um, any last minute plugs before we close this podcast? Yeah, I'd like to plug Amazon, bringing people together and other creatures for as long as I can remember. Here, here, mon. Here, mm. here. Anything, anybody else? Anything to plug? Johnny, you, you've got any gigs coming up? Um, none that I want the faking lit crowd to turn up to. <laughs> Stag's head on a Monday that, that, night. That gig doesn't exist. Oh, okay. Right. Um, I run a gig underneath a pizza restaurant. I don't recommend you come. <laughs> oh, is that uh, the... Uh, the uh, don't say it, because I'll get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not a la mode to talk about these kind of things. I, I think I've heard about this night. <laughs> okay. I sometimes go down there I'd as like well. to plug Star Comedy on Thursday. Star, okay. Thursday. I can't remember where that is, but it's quite good. Do you all have to wear a star to that night? Ooh, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> no, okay, good. Good. Uh, I'd, I'd like to plug my YouTube video series, uh, Blaster the Raster, the Master... <laughs> Caster. Caster. Faster, Daster. It's me talking about the Rastafarian life, mm. uh, how we like to basically keep to ourselves if possible. But mm. I might have to change that message now. Um, I've disabled all the comments. <laughs> <laughs> right. Finn. 
Right, on that note, well, uh, thank you very much. And uh, I wish Finn, you... That's fish. Oh. <laughs> Get stoned, you chronic... Can- what's it called? Cannabis. Green. What's <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. Bye. Yes, indeed. <laughs> bye bye, thank you. Bye. Bye.